You are listening to Aldrin Sampia on SAFM. Um, 0614-104-107 and you tweeted Aldrin Sampia. You can drop me a call on 086-000203. Um, 2032 as well. We're in conversation next with Dr. Imtas Suleiman, who is the founder of Gift of the Givers. So the latest on the kidnapping of a 47-year-old South African paramedic, Gerko van der Venter, a Gift of the Givers hostage negotiated, landed in um, Mali on Sunday in a bid to secure his release. Van de Venter was, was kidnapped in Libya in 2017 and was later sold to Al-Qaeda tourist, uh, terrorist rather, who demanded 55 million rand for his release. We're now joined on the line by Dr. Imta Suleiman, who is the founder of Gift of the, Gift, uh, Gift of the Givers. Uh, Dr. Suleiman, good afternoon and thank you so much for making time for us. So since the um, hostage negotiator had landed in Mali, what update have you received so far? He, he, he got the other guy. Good afternoon, Alvin. Uh, <laughs> Happy New Year after so many months. Thank you. He, thank he, you. He got, <laughs> he, he got there on late Sunday evening, and the first thing he did was to try to get hold of the chief um, uh, uh, intermediary. For all his... So telephonically, he made contact with him, but uh, unfortunately, the guy is out of the. He's gone on pilgrimage, and he will be back. So, but he's. He, but the chief, the, the, the main guy who helps us all the time, said, "Look, told Yahya, don't leave the country. Wait for me till next weekend when I come back." But we don't only work with one intermediary; we mm-hmm. work with many others. So on 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 uh, Tuesday was it? On Tuesday, yes. On Tuesday, late in the evening, another group of intermediaries. These ones are very important. Mm-hmm. The one that we tried to get telephonically, he's the one that actually paved the way to get Stephen McGowan released and Johan Gustafsson released the Swedish hostage that we spoke on behalf of both of them. Yeah. These other ones that he met on Tuesday night, they are the ones that actually have been sending us all the materials on Kherkov and Jefferson. They've been sending us videos, they've been sending us messages, and he met them on Tuesday night. And then subsequently last night, late last night, that's a video. You know, it's, 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 it's a, that video was made on the 15th of March. It's relatively new because it takes some time to disturb. By the time they get into social media pages, so they use their own cryptic ways how they do it. So that video was sent to us last night. Mm. And it talks about, he talks again about, Hedko uh, talks about he wants to be released and can somebody help him, you know, and this is his final chance. Uh, the final chance, I don't understand that part of it. But, you know, basically asking, can somebody please come and help? So we're at that point now, and, and my negotiator is thinking, it, and situation changes all the time. We normally go to the north. Because the north of Mali is where hostages are always held, and it's it's always about building a network, building bridges of people who can have influence, who can influence the the, uh, the captains. Because remember, there's no ransom money to pay, so you're actually hoping on influence, on good, you know, on good hearts to allow Gergo to go free with no ransom money. So it, it takes a lot of time speaking to tribal leaders speaking to the young Tuaregs, speaking to other people in the area, people of influence. And that means traveling from area to area, village to village. And that's very important to sort out. And that may be in the next few days. Have you been able, though, to authenticate the video itself? Um, and if indeed the video was taken quite recently at all? Uh, he, he, he mentioned the date himself. In the video, 
Sir Greco mentions the date. He mentions the date himself. And we've had experience with these videos before. They're always genuine. You know, and the source they come from is genuine. So we're not worried about that because the people we're dealing with, the information is always 100% accurate. We've got a relationship for this, you know, what he did for the last uh, Six, six years, seven years now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so, in the in the absence of a ransom being paid, um, how would you secure his release? Um, is it really possible, considering also again um, that they've kept him for six years? Well, that's that's the one thing that's in his favor. You know, that, that's in his favor. There's two things that are in his favor, or, or maybe more than two things. One is because we've been consistent with our messaging since 2019, and we've been telling them. The reason the man is in Libya in the first place, he was taken from Libya into Mali. But you said the reason why he went to Libya was to act as a living, sorry, because he had no money and was looking for a job. So this man doesn't have money behind him. Secondly, the company that he worked for was a new company. They didn't pay anything for him, but they paid for the three other Turkish engineers that were taken hostage with him at the same time. So these people were expecting, since money was paid for the other three, maybe for the fourth one, for Kirk would be paid also. And we made it clear to them, no, he's not a Turkish citizen, you know, and that's a Turkish company with Turkish citizens, he's a South African citizen, so there's no money behind him, no family, no company, no government. And in this kind of situation, unfortunately, for the truth to sink in, takes several years, because they keep trying, they're hoping that at some point the money will come. And we keep telling them, if there was money, he won't be staying so long with you. When a man be, be, will, we, will be allowing to be away from his wife and three children for such a long time. So that's the one thing that counts in his favor. The second thing is why we launched it now. It's because it's the month of Ramadan. And generally in Ramadan, you know, we hope that the captives are gently but more soft. And what works in our favor again is quite often old people will say, let him go. It doesn't look like they've got money. <clears throat> and we're not going to get anything out of him. So let him go. Sometimes we have a resistance from the younger people. We had that problem with Christopher Porter, a South African who was taken in Burkina Faso. And he was, you know, at some point, the elders said, okay, let him go. They've got no money. And the young one said no. And unfortunately, he got killed in the process somewhere in, 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 around, in three or four months after he was taken captive. Gekko is in good condition. So we're hoping with the month of Ramadan and the fact that uh, Yahya will go to all the areas, Kidal, Gao, all the villages, speak to the people, speak to the tribal leaders, speak to the chieftains, you know, and see if we can get influence from them to make an impact. And again, we gave the same consistent message. We told you this in 2019, we told you in 2020, we told you, you're telling you again now, there is no money. It's five years, five months. What do you want to do? And we're hoping that that kind of message eventually, it has happened very rarely that they have released hostages without any money. One is our own example. We pulled out Yolandi Koki from Yemen, from Al-Qaeda, without paying a single cent. And we achieved getting her husband, Pierre Koki, out because in principle, they agreed to release him unconditionally on the 6th of December, 2014. But unfortunately, late that, uh, early that morning, American Marines went into the area and uh, both uh, uh, Pierre Koki and the American hostage, looks Summers died. But Pierre Koki was given to us uh, no, unconditionally, no fee is going to come home without any payment. It has happened before. It can happen. And the other thing in your favor is that people in Mali are far more gentle, far more softer, especially if they're the Tuaregs and in the local inhabitants. There's a chance of dialogue is more easier with them than the groups that come from foreign countries into Mali. 
Dr. Imtiam Suleiman, thank you so much for your time and hopefully something positive does come out of this. 0614-104-107. Uh, you tweeted Aldrin St. Pierre and our studio line is 86 2032